Welcome everybody to the Parsha Parable podcast this week as we read both Tazria and Mitzorah and we combine the Parshas that deal with a physio-spiritual plague of Tzaras. Now Tzaras is a discoloration that appears in varying forms on human skin, on hair, on clothing, even on the walls of somebody's house. We obviously don't have it today. We have a lesser degree of holiness and thus the afflictions that we have are not the spiritual ones, but physical illness. However, in the times of the Beis Hamikdash, in the times of the Midbar, when the Jews lived in a state of sanctity, um, there was this concept of tzaras, and the afflicted individual had to endure a, a very complicated process of purification in order to rejoin the community. The Gemara tells us that the Saras is a divine punishment for the sins of Lush and Hara, of gossip, slander. And the Gemara Archon says that the reason that the afflicted person is sent out of the camp of, of Klal Yisrael is because he separated friends and families through his words, and thus he deserves to be separated from his community. So the commentators, the great commentators like Rashi and the Ramban, explain that the tzaras does not begin on the person at first. Hashem in His mercy strikes inanimate objects, possessions. Discoloration first appears in the walls of a home. It forces the affected stones to be removed and destroyed. If that doesn't wake, you succeed as a wake-up call and the person continues his malevolent activities, then his clothing is accepted is affected. And then if that fails, eventually the flesh is transformed, white lesions appear, and forcing the afflicted person to leave the Jewish camp, meet the Kohen until the plague subsides, and the Kohen declares him acceptable to return. So Rashi tells us that the first stage of Tzaras is really a blessing in, in disguise, because Tzaras on a home can indeed bring fortune to the affected. You see, the Bnei Yisrael were going into the land of Canaan, and the inhabitants, figuring that one day they would reconquer the land, they hid all the gold and silver inside the walls of their homes. So what happened was when there was a discoloration of the stones of the house, you had to remove the stone, and people, the Jewish people, would find hidden treasures that were left by the fleeing Canaanites. So the question that I have is, you know, listen, the first warning of Taras is melded in triumph. I mean, here you are, supposed to be punished for speaking Lashonara, and you break the house down, you break the stones, and all of a sudden you're rewarded with a cash of gold. So what's the lesson here? So I'd like to share a story at the end of World War II that happened with the brilliant and very flamboyant Torah sage of Eliezer Silver, who visited and aided thousands of survivors in displaced person camps in Germany and Poland, and they were waiting to find their permanent homes, either in Israel or America. And he one day gave out Sidurim and um, other Torah paraphernalia, and a Jewish man flatly refused. He said, listen... The way I saw Jews act in the camp, I am not going to have any connection with any religion. So Silva said, what happened? And he said, I had a Jew, there was a Jew there that had a sitter, and he only allowed it to be used by people who would give him their bread ration. So imagine a Jew selling the right to Dobbin for bread. Forget it. It's not for me. He said, uh, how many customers did the man get? And the man snapped, far too many. So Rabbi Silver put his hand around the gentleman and explained, why are you looking at the bad Jews sold the right to play, pray? There was one person. Why don't you look at so many good Jews who are willing to forgo their rations and starve just in order to pray? Isn't that the lesson you should take with you? 
why don't you look deeper? And maybe Hashem in His compassion is sending us a message or sending the gossiper a message. It's much more than a quick, get-quick-rich scream. He shows that the first time slanderer, first time he's affected, he wants to teach him a lesson. He says, you see these walls? Look at them. The outside, they're dirty. They have a stain. They have tzaraz on them. But dig a little deeper and you're going to find gold in them, that walls. So next time you look at a person, only superficially think. Dig deeper. There is definitely gold beneath the surface. Sometimes you have to break down those walls to find the gold that you never thought existed. Have a good Shabbos.